This is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Hello, hello. Thanks for joining us here on this uh, Thursday afternoon. Expecting kind of a sloppy mess coming our way with more snow and rain and Maybe freezing conditions, well, definitely freezing conditions for tonight and into tomorrow. Going to get slippery and kind of sloppy as all the snow starts to melt. But we can take it. We've made it through this far. Get through the the tail end of this, but uh, hope you stay warm and stay dry. And like I said before, keep the shiny side up and the greasy side down if you're out there driving around in this but uh, let's get right back to the uh, right right to our phones. Actually, it's our open lines, open ideas program. Of course, three six zero six seven six five four six four is our phone number. And Chuck and Custer gets us rolling today. Hey, Chuck. Oh, hey, Joe. What do you know? No, not too much. I made <laughs> it that... home. I made it home. I made it home. Good, good. And I wanted to talk to you about football. But first, uh, yesterday I managed to uh, listen to you a little bit. Uh-huh. On my way home, okay. and you guys were talking about the death penalty. Yeah, and uh, I think anybody who is driving real slow in the left lane should be pulled over and given a fair trial right there on the side of the road, and then shot. Oh boy! Uh. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding there. I know, I know, <laughs> but. Uh, um, about football. Okay. I hear, I I turn into your other station over there every now and again, uh-huh. um, KPUG, and all I hear is quarterback, 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 quarterback. Everybody's talking about the quarterbacks. And it all starts up front. You, you want those gorillas. You want those horses. You want those guys that can, you know, smash and grab. That's what football is all about, even though we're kind of uh, trending towards a flag football league here. But if I'm a GM on the Seahawks, if they don't draft a quarterback, we got a good one. Yeah. We need some linemen, we need some linebackers, and we need some – uh, defensive backs. We got all our skilled players with uh, Metcalf and and Lockett and all that. You know, it Walker. Yeah, yeah. No, it, I just I just don't understand how they get away from. Am I still here? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. How how there's so much emphasis on I, on the quarterback. And I know, but it, I, I mean, guess you know football is it's kind of unique. Well, unique well, in that was, way. I mean, um, you know, in baseball, you've got the pitcher. Uh, right. The pitchers have one loss records that we keep track of. Yeah, in, and in they hockey, only it's play the goalie. Um, every other game. Yeah, but, you know. But, and Randy Johnson was a heck of a heck of a thrower, but. Uh, when it comes to football, it all starts up front, and I don't yeah. understand why the emphasis isn't in on getting those guys up front. Number one draft should be a center, a guard, a tackle, a defensive nose guard, end linebacker, something like that. It, it, I, well, I don't understand. If you look at, uh, well, even last the last draft, uh, you know, the 2022 draft, that was uh, the Seahawks' number one pick was uh, offensive lineman, and he's worked well, out really well. Yeah. That was good, and I hope they continue on that path. I mean, uh, yeah, I would agree look, that, look, uh, that a that's... good offensive line and a good defense won Trent Dilfer a Super Bowl. Yeah, true. Yeah. You know, so all there right. you go. All right, Chuck. That's all I got to say. Appreciate it. All right. We'll keep our eye on what what the what the Seahawks do as far as their draft picks. But yeah, I think that makes sense. You protect well if the quarterback isn't protected, 
not going to have a very successful uh, outing, that's for sure. Uh, let's go to Rich in Ferndale. Hey, Rich. How's it going today, Joe? Doing okay. Yeah, the, trying to be positive for the holidays and, and looking at things we have in common. I believe you and I and 98 or 9% of people in the United States, the main goal and desire is peace and prosperity for all. That's what everyone wants. That's what you wish for, including the unknown people that come through the southern border. We just are very hopeful that they're all really good people and there's not like 3% murderers and, you know, we want we want everything to be good for everyone. Right. The difference is, is how do we get there? Right. What steps do we take? And at least what I see with people on the left is they want government to do a lot of things for them, a lot of services. And it's a great idea. I mean, it's, it's you'd think, hey, government should do this, should do that. But the government is not real effective at a lot of things. They're slow. There's red tape. There's bureaucracies. And a good case in point on that is our November floods. You know, that was a devastating event, cost people untold amounts of money and heartache and grief. And you know who was there right away? First off, your friends and neighbors who, who you have around you, family if you got it here, and then private charities. The Samaritan's Purse came, and that's a Franklin Graham organization. Yes, a Christian organization. They did all. They they came here and organized labor parties. They were based out of I think it was Sunlight Church in Linden. And if you wanted to volunteer, you called in. They put you on a list, and then they took orders for work parties. It was basically a labor thing: get people's houses gutted out, get garbage put away, that sort of thing. And so that was real good at the time. Now the bigger help, of course, is money for these uh, people to recover. Like, how do you afford to buy the sheetrock and right. how do you afford to buy the appliances? So it was announced yesterday, uh, two or three days ago on Whatcom News, that the Sheriff's Emergency Management Division had uh, talked to people in the state legislature, and they have finally allotted $2,050,000, kind of an odd number, for this flood relief. And I'm thinking, that was over a year ago. And it's it's it, the limit is thirty something thousand per house, uh, six thousand for thirty thousand construction costs, six thousand for appliances, and it had all these. And limits. this is and um, this this money is earmarked for those yes. um, in disabled. in uh, in disabled, elderly, or um, right. uh, uh, the, who can be determined to be living in uh, in poverty or a certain level uh, income level. Yeah, low but where income. Where are those people now? Where have they been waiting for a year? So I think to myself. What a shame that uh, it took 13 months for them to do this. Governor Inslee, okay. with his well, powers, Rich, he could have done it immediately. Why didn't they do that? Uh, well, is, I don't know that they can do it immediately. But, I mean, let me just throw this out to you sure. because, uh, I mean, if you think back a couple of years, we had the, the pandemic set in. People were basically kept home from their work and were not yeah. getting paid. We had these programs immediately put in place, and we, you know, our— how much uh, how much heat did our government take for uh, having you know just ushered in this almost instant um, uh, unemployment uh, opportunity and to pay you know to compensate people for not being able to go and earn a paycheck well, and not and they, and, like and then it was defrauded because a lot of they let a lot of those um, those uh, uh, you know safety measures go out the window. Business. Well, right. I mean, you do things fast, and that's what happens. Things get sloppy and get messy, well, and there's waste. Um, and I, so I yeah, guess there's a trade-off. The trade-off is we have inflation from it because so many people took that money that didn't need it, and they went on a spending spree causing prices to well, go up. Well, now you're going down a different path here. We're just talking about getting money to people who need it. And I, I think they well, should they, get it know, right away. But, I mean, I guess do you think should we just do away with FEMA, get rid of these agencies? or? I mean, well, they're I, not as effective. I mean, when okay. an emergency happens, you need help now, not a year from now. Right. So by and large, I would say they are a complete waste. They are, okay. mostly. The well, private charities I, walk I, in there I, day one, and these government agencies can't get around their own red tape. And We saw that. I read that article, and I was just shocked. Like, seriously, a year later and only $2 million and only for certain people and limits? And, like, where are these people for the last year? But if you got a second, the PPP, I've been studying this okay. online government sites. It was very well-intentioned, and it was meant for hotels and businesses that were shut down, restaurants, entertainment, travel. Many businesses here and everywhere 
took advantage of it when they were only shut down for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And the, the literature said it was not meant for them. However, when I investigated with my accountant and my banker, they pushed it like drugs. Oh, you need this. You need this. You need this. Right, it's like, right. I, don't, I don't need it. And I don't qualify anyway. But see, but that it, was another was, instant of the government saying, okay, we're going to just put this money out there. It's it's there, and then we're going to try to pick up the pieces later, and then so there's a lot of waste so that happens. Well, so, they're I mean, wrong for them to say fraudulent now when they encouraged the fraud. Okay. There were no rules. There were, On this application, right, I had specific questions, well, I and know they just you, said, oh, no. I know you don't have any faith in government <laughs> agencies, well, and it's not – I think I, – I, and I agree we do want – basically the same we want uh, the same things for our country we want the life to get better and we want things to be better for us and for our neighbors but um and how we get there is where we do differ but um right. i don't know and that it that the, the the way to solve it is to just do away with government or government assistance no, no. because you it helps a lot of people was, um it doesn't joe it enables a lot of people all it right, helps Rich. some and enables many so but we don't quantify that all right well i I don't know. I don't. I. You got to self sufficient. There are a lot of people who love- eat because of government assistance, and a lot of people who have a roof over their head because of government assistance. And I, I don't Except think we homeless. should take that, that away. Interesting. Isn't that interesting how it doesn't help the homeless because they don't want to follow the rules? Well, that's a whole that's a whole other bag, Rich. And I want to move to on to other some other folks. I appreciate your call. Otherwise, we could go on and on. But uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll be back. We've got uh, John on the line. We've got Robert. And we want to hear from you. 360-676-5464. It's KG Mike and X. Hi, I'm Lorraine from Lorraine's Window Coverings. We offer our clients the best of both worlds, a store full of the latest affordable Graber products, including remote control options. And then we come to you with just the right samples and our professional installers do the rest. We're a family-owned and operated business that's been serving our community for over 25 years. We always strive to go above and beyond to make sure our customers are as happy as this recent reviewer. We had a wonderful experience. Our consultant came to our house, took measurements, and made recommendations based on our needs. Once approved, we were given a timeline, which was spot on. Installation was scheduled, and the installers arrived on time and worked efficiently. The price was reasonable, and the outcome was even better than we expected. Need window treatments? Check out Lorraine's window coverings online, and then just call. 738-8175. Call Lorraine for your new blind. Lorraine's Window Coverings in Bakerview Square. Dewey Griffin Subaru is driven by one simple concept. If we all give a little, we'll all have a lot. These days, the Dewey motto rings truer than ever. Kindness, care, and safety have never been more important. That's why Subaru and the Dewey Griffin team are doing their part to keep you and your loved ones safe while driving. Need a new Subaru? Stop by Dewey Griffin during the Subaru Share the Love event to learn about special ordering locally from Dewey Griffin Subaru. To build your own Subaru with all the new options you want and support a dealership that supports our community. From the Ascent to the Outback, from the Forester to the Impreza, and the all-new Crosstrek, a Subaru from Dewey Griffin will get you and your family where you need to go. Safely. Dewey Griffin Subaru. Community-minded, community-driven, and the only Subaru-certified tire and service center in the county. During the Share the Love event, Subaru will donate $250 to purchaser or lessee-selected national and hometown charities. See retailer or Subaru.com slash share for details. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects. 360-676-5464. We do want to hear from you, and let's go to the phones. John in Ferndale is on the line. Hi, John. Hey, Joe. Uh, Merry Christmas, by the way. Are you going to have a show tomorrow? Oh, yeah. We'll be here tomorrow. Okay. Okay. I I had uh, uh, an interesting uh, article from the American Journal of Medicine. Anti-vaxxers are 72% more likely to be involved in deadly car crashes. Really? If you mm. think, like, well, why, why is that? Yeah, go ahead and Google it if you want. Mm. Um, well, you know, the thinking is, well, they're belligerent, hostile, and perpetually angry, right, because of the situation of getting fooled into voting for Trump, a criminal and a traitor. <laughs> and, you know, so when they're, when they're on the road... They're less likely to be courteous, less likely to follow the rules. Uh, you know, they think they know everything. And it's sad because the death rate amongst Republicans, uh, Republican voters and uh, versus Democratic voters, it's like a third higher. Hmm. So it's no wonder 
that's got your clocks cleaned in the election. Because there's not a lot of, like, there's less, there's fewer Republican voters around. This is one of the things that I was harping on all those times when I was, like, trying to get people to get vaccinated. Joe, I don't want to see anybody die needlessly. Okay. And it's just, it's sad that because of a faulty mindset and the brainwashing that goes on on, well, Dennis Prager was just, uh, you know, talking about how terrible vaccines are. Candace Owens, right? She says, she, I mean, she's got kids. She says none of them are vaccinated. So she's taken her uh, anger at the uh, COVID vaccine, and now her, her kids are going to be open to tetanus, whooping cough, diphtheria. It's just, it's just so sad. Um, one, of the, one of the callers, a couple of them, like, I guess I live rent-free rent free in their heads because, like, uh, uh, the, one guy yesterday was, was uh, I think it was Tim from Everson, trying to say that, that I was pushing the Jesse Smollett thing. Well, uh, go back into the archives. This happened in January of 2019. I don't I think it was Tim story. who brought up Jesse Smollett. It was a different caller. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, and that's not that something. That case was bogus from the get-go. It was, and, and I don't recall any of us talking that in favor, you know, supporting Jesse Smollett and saying he was in the, he was right and uh, I, I, that. That was I good. never said that, yeah, and he wasn't, so. and I'm glad that his career is over and ended. Um, okay. Another caller was, was saying, well, John, you're just totally ignoring the Twitter files. Uh, no, I've, I've uh, done a deep dive into it. Basically, the objection that, the, that Republicans are trying to push on us and say that, oh, the FBI was, was uh, working at, at Twitter and blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, they have people that they're in liaison work with because, you know, there's people on the left and the right, but mostly the right, who make death threats and, you know, uh, are more likely to be in militias that want to overthrow the government and things like that. So, you know, Twitter had to report that. But, friends, all that happened under Trump. Biden was not the president then. So the thing is, you know, if you have no critical thinking skills, you're likely to fall into these traps that the right wing pushes. And it's, it's you know, the thing is, okay. they have to keep you, like with the border, they have to keep you distracted because it's easier to say it's an open border when Title 42 said, you know, people are trying to cross multiple times. That's why the numbers look so high. But you have to distract from the seditious conspiracy, you know, and the insurrection that these people, you know, who want to kill democracy, they have to try to keep you you know, uh, uh, looking at this shiny object over here so that you ignore the evil that Trump and his minions want to perpetrate on the country. All right, John, there we got that. We'll move along. Appreciate your call, John. 360-676-5464. We want to hear from you. Let's go to Robert in Bellingham. Hi, Robert. Yeah, hello. I think I, I have a couple of things. The first is the death penalty. Uh, some people think it's better. I'm not necessarily against the death penalty. There may be some good reasons for it. But one thing is there's a lot of people who actually feel that life imprisonment is more of a punishment than the death penalty because death might be a blessing in disguise or an easy way out compared to life in prison. I remember uh when the people beat up Matthew Shepard, the, the gay person that was attacked so brutally in Wyoming, I, I think I heard that his mother actually asked for life imprisonment instead of a death penalty because um, because of thinking about the crime his whole life and all of that and mm-hmm. living in prison is it's quite a punishment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and you know, especially, you know, in... in um near solitary confinement, that sort of thing. I mean, I, I don't think that uh, these, those types of killers deserve any, any special treatment or should be coddled in any way, shape, or form. But, um, yeah. Right. And the other thing I'm thinking about is uh, the border. Now, that's an example of what government, some people want government to do more of, and that's border security. And, but, of course, I do look at it a different way. I, uh, I, uh think I'm not like pushing for a lot of border security, but I understand that um, it is a bit scary and a bit overwhelming uh, when you have a lot of 
uh, population because we do live in overpopulated planet. And you have a lot of people trying to come into countries that are better to live in. Than, um, and part of the problem, of course, is overpopulation and climate change and those kind of problems. Yeah. But uh, one of the biggest problems, of course, is that so much of the world is autocracies like Russia or Saudi Arabia or Iran. And it's a little bit scary to think that China is a very big country with a big population. But it's kind of scary to think that a lot of those places, uh, people are trying to get out of Russia right now in Central America with the gangs. And, um, you know, I feel for the people trying to come to this country, and many of them want to work and do, and actually could help us with the labor shortage. So I'm not anti-immigration, but at the same time, I realize um, how many people can live when most much of the world is autocracies, or, or uh, the, I'm trying to think of the word for it. It's uh, authoritarian. I'm trying to use that word. That's mm-hmm. the word I was trying to find. Authoritarian governments, and and there's pro- serious problems all around the world that are at the root of the migration issue. And I just feel sorry for the people who are uh, trying to get through our border, but at the same time, uh, understand that uh, that is the big problem of crowding, and you know where are we going to, where are people going to live. And, you know, how much water is there in the Colorado River? Are we running out of water? And, you know, all those questions. Yeah. Well, and, yeah, the, you, you raise a good point that uh, our world is becoming ever more crowded. And uh, the populations that are seeing the greatest increases are those in in poor countries. And the, those people are going to try to improve their lot, and uh, many of them in any way, and uh, where are they going to head? They're going to head toward more prosperous areas, areas that they feel they have an opportunity in, and uh, they're seeing, you know, obviously, immigration has, is a big issue up for debate in, in Europe and uh, other parts of the world. Uh, it's not just... Uh, it's not just our issue. It's uh, it's one that's being uh, discussed all over, and and one that hasn't been uh, solved anywhere, uh, really. But. <laughs> and I I think uh, I think that um, most of the work of Planned Parenthood is not abortion, but it's actually uh, dealing with health care and birth control. And I'm not I don't think abortion is a great form of birth control, but I'm I think it's ironic, you know, that people are dying because they can't get into this country in gangs or whatever. But at the same time, I'm I think we do need to support organizations that would reduce the um, the authoritarianism around the world if we could possibly do that. And then the other thing, of course, is the, the birth control. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Robert. Appreciate your thoughts. And uh, okay. yeah, I find it ironic that uh, some of the same and not everyone who is uh, against abortion uh, works against uh, making uh, birth control more accessible. But there are those that do. I mean, we've had uh, what Hobby Lobby was, uh, you know, and and um, I believe the Catholic Church, too, has uh you know, took the the government to court over uh, Obamacare and its uh, provisions for uh, providing health, or, well, uh, providing uh, uh, birth control access to uh, through health insurance plans that uh, that they offer. And so these are organizations, obviously, that are staunch, staunchly anti-abortion, and yet they sue the government because the government is saying you need to make birth control. Uh, more accessible. I, 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 that the the logic of that is lost on me. But uh, maybe you can explain that to me if you want to. But uh, whatever's on your mind, we want to hear from you here on KGMI Connects three six zero six seven six five four six four. Back in a moment. Are you on Medicare or individual health insurance and wondering if you are on the right plan for you and your family? This is Marcia Neal with Vibrant USA. We understand the TV advertising and the mail you have been receiving may create more questions than answers. Although deadlines are coming, you may still have time to make a change. So call Vibrant USA at 866-733-5111. Our agents can review your plan options, answer your questions, and put your mind at ease. 
Ready to put some skin in the game? The only sports book north of Snohomish County is now open at Silver Reef Casino Resort. Get in the game with baseball, football, basketball, hockey, and your other favorite sports. Visit Portage Bay Sportsbook and Bar and place your bets today. Sportsbook open daily at 9 a.m. Betting kiosks open 24-7. Silver Reef Casino Resort, located off I-5, exit 260. We've got that. At Silver Reef Casino Resort, we've got that. Escape the hustle and bustle of the city and get ready for a fun and relaxation-filled getaway. Luxury hotel rooms? Yep. Championship golf? Mm-hmm. Top-rated casino with all the best slots and table games? Yes and yes. World-class dining at the region's best and Wine Spectator award-winning steakhouse? Yes, please. The total package is only missing one thing. You. Silver Reef Casino Resort. Located off I-5, exit 260. We've got that. What makes your team look more professional and carry a bold statement that they're proud to work for your company? A crisp company logoed shirt or uniform from Bergen. Sun is shining and I feel so good. Whatcom County's local logo apparel experts. Bergen pairs their commitment to personal service with professional results, specializing in embroidery, heat application, screen printing, and all kinds of logoed promotional products. Your company apparel should reflect the standards of your business. And when your team wears Bergen's custom apparel, it will. Bergen's new owners understand the importance of your image. They go the extra mile to provide crisp logo apparel. They guarantee that the order will be completed on time to your specifications with a smile. Elevate your company brand with Bergen customized company apparel. From polos to sweatshirts, ball caps to bags and more, Bergen does it all. Give them a call to get a quote within 24 hours or stop by the showroom Monday through Thursday on Iron Gate in Bellingham and online at bergenembroidery.com. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Don't worry about your furnace on the coldest days of the year. Talk with West Mechanical, your independent train dealer, about replacing your old inefficient furnace with a train comfort system. Today, find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. And we do hope you'll give us a call. Whatever's on your mind, we want to hear from you here on KGMI Connects. And we had quite the discussion about um, the Twitter files yesterday. And I still maintain, and well, it, it's it's a fact. I, <laughs> Twitter is a private organization. It's a private company, and it can... Censor till the cows come home, if it desires to. Now, the idea that the FBI was running Twitter, I think, is is quite far-fetched. And uh, I, I hadn't delved this deeply into this story, this whole issue until we had that conversation yesterday. I thought, well, I'll look into this more. And what I'm seeing from these reporters uh, or the, this, this, the few who were given these... Um, these emails, this correspondence, inter, intra uh, company correspondence from by Elon Musk, uh, they're not really so much saying that the FBI was running things. I, they detail how the FBI communicated with Twitter. The idea that uh, there were all these agents working at Twitter, well, what I found, let's see, um, Twitter's top ranks riddled with ex-FBI employees. Now, this is a New York Post article uh, from December 17th. Riddled with ex-FBI agents. Well, ex-FBI agents, more than a dozen former feds, flocked to the company in the months and years prior to Elon Musk's purchase of the social network in October. So, more than a dozen. And what did... uh, what was the company employing at the time Elon Musk took it over? 7,000-some people? So 15 or so former FBI workers? And does this mean they were working for the FBI when they were working for Twitter? That they were somehow agents that uh, were infiltrating Twitter? Or were they just professionals who had skills that Twitter decided they could use and say, Let's hire these folks. Um, 
I'm, my point is that uh, I think at least at this point there's much ado about kind of not a whole lot because the fact is that we all knew that there was a Hunter Biden laptop or there was uh, there were allegations of a laptop owned by Hunter Biden that may or may not contain all this incriminating evidence. And there's been so much talk about the laptop since then in the, what, couple of years since that, um, and I we still haven't heard what all this incriminating stuff is on there. But anyway, let's go back to the phones, 360-676-5464. Tim and Everson joins us. Hi, Tim. Hey, Joe. I'll leave the Twitter files alone today. I think it'll all come out in the Washi Venture. Okay. As I said yesterday, I think we'll be hearing a lot about it once Republicans take over the House because this will be job number one in their minds to to get going on this issue and the Hunter Biden laptop and all that stuff. Okay. So about a week ago, I sent you an email, and I guess you didn't get it because it was on the the study that John cited. Um, and hmm. Uh, which study? The 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 seventy two percent more likely. John said to get in a deadly car crash if you're unvaccinated. Oh, okay. And I sent you an article on that, but I watched a roundtable of three doctors, uh, two of them which had had written peer review studies, and first of all, it's not deadly car crashes or vehicle incidences. It's just vehicle incidences. Okay. Some that, that required them to go to a hospital. Okay. Included in that were pedestrians. Included in that were passengers. Now, the doctors who had written peer-reviewed articles said, it looks like the parameters by which they ran the study for the most part are how you would run a study. The problem is, how did they get the vaccination records, and how would you verify these vaccination records? Because Mm -hmm. there's no way to do that and how they did that, even though this was in the Toronto area. They said, even though that's still protected under... So how would anybody... Really, hmm. you would have to be a investigative reporter to be able to verify that. So it could be peer-reviewed. But I thought it was pretty funny to say, well, if you're unvaccinated, you're 74, 72% more likely to get in a car accident. And that's why I say... Okay, I see the link study. now, yeah, that you sent me. So <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to take a look at it and... <laughs> Well, that's a good question because I, you know, the, ba- the the raw numbers of people vaccinated, I believe, is public knowledge, but or public information. But uh, I don't believe the specific identities of those people is. I mean, I don't think that you could go to the state and find out what my vaccination record is, and vice versa. No. So I. And that's the funny a good question. thing is, mm. the funny thing is, is it was a probably months ago. Uh, rich of trying to find an article that fits his narrative and then project it and say, oh, see, I'm right. <laughs> okay. All right, Tim. So I'll leave you with that. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. And yeah, hope you, well, yeah, don't get in a car crash. Uh, this kind of weather, it doesn't matter whether you're vaccinated or not. But let's go to John and Linden. Hi, John. Oh, we lost John. Let's go to Rick in Bellingham. Hi, Rick. Yeah, hi. Yeah, I, I know I'm bringing up a subject that you don't want to talk about, but that's okay. You're talking about talk, talking about Hunter Biden. I don't. Uh, about no, that's fine. Two, yeah. You know, about two months ago, I, I I like listening to the CBC because, to be honest with you, I cannot stand Dennis Prager, and I don't care too much for John Bassler. But anyway, they had a um, they did a report on Hunter Biden's laptop, hmm. and, and it was done. It was done by. A CBC reporter, so I mean, you know, they, again, that's you know, that's Canada's version of NPR. Uh-huh. So you know, they didn't have any axe to grind. But anyway, he looked into this thing and he he found out that <clears throat> that really both sides of the thing of the thing were kind of were stretching the truth. 
you know, number one was that though his laptop did have emails from Hunter Biden. They were not stuff that was made up by by the Russians. So that that was you know that was real. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 the laptop. What happened was that Hunter had a laptop that that was damaged. I, I think I think he like spilled something on it, so it was damaged. So he took it. So he took it to a uh, computer repair shop, and for some reason, he never came back to pick it up. And then the owner, like, made copies of, of what was on the laptop, which is, I guess, is legal. Uh, I think after, you know, by the time that Hunter left it there long enough to where it would be considered abandoned. So he, he, had, he was proper to do that. Okay. And, then he, and then he, like, um, he, like, notified the FBI and some other people about what he had, and they just kind of thought that it was something made up. And then um, somehow the, the the FBI found out. Well, this is real, and they went and they and they and they confiscated the you know the original laptop, but this guy had copies of it, and so he he was giving it to to other people, you know, which is perfectly legal. But as it, I, I guess Hunter Hunter Biden is not like the sharpest tool in the shed. You know, mm-hmm. like he 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 has you know had lots of business dealings, and none of them has have fanned out. And so you know, and this this laptop you know kind of verified that, and also it it kind of showed that you know that that really that President Biden wasn't in on any of this stuff. He was you know he he didn't benefit from it. You know he didn't try and help out or anything like that. You know and so on. So it well, kind of sounds like really the whole thing is just like kind of like a. Sort of a red herring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, you know, and on both sides. Well, and and the you know, the the right isn't the only side that does this sort of stuff oh, and yeah. tries to dig up this. And I mean, yeah. now we've got the the Trump tax records, and what will come of that? And yeah. some will take this this part of it and try to make it the uh, you know a, a federal crime, and others will take this part of it and say, look, there's nothing to all this. And yeah. And it and it's that it's the ongoing game and um, oh yeah <laughs> uh, I I you know Hunter Biden sure like you say I I don't think he and he had a lot of personal issues has a lot of personal issues he, yeah he's dealing with and has dealt with yeah. and yeah um whether he's this you know this you know criminal out there I I think that remains to be seen I yeah. and I if if they dig up something really uh, really but. Ultimately, I don't think the laptop, and I know some have said, "Oh, it would have changed the election." I kind of doubt that. I mean, yeah. you look at the 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 Access Hollywood tape didn't change the outcome of the a real the, apparently didn't affect the outcome of the 2016 election. Yeah, you, that you, came you, out in October. I don't yeah, know. You know, you know that is one thing. You know, you know, everyone always says how the 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 left wing press, you know, was out to get they get Trump, but in the 2016 election, in my opinion anyway, they helped him. I mean, they relentlessly went after Hillary Clinton about her emails, I mean, all the time. And then, like, you know, it would kind of start to abate, and then and then WikiLeaks would report, should, would leak other stuff out, and then they'd jump right back on it, and then and then it kind of died down a little bit, and then this thing with, you know, with, with Trump groping, you know, bragging about groping women, you know, I was thinking, oh boy, this, this is the end of him. And then what happens? That you know, they, I think that came out on a Friday. On a Monday, WikiLeaks, you know, leaked leak more emails, and right back on the email thing, and, and off and off of Trump's, well, it was you know, just, groping thing. And God, it was, it was just well, it was just days before the election that oh, yeah. uh, that Comey came out and said we're gonna we're reopening this uh, investigation yeah. into Hillary yeah. Clinton's emails. So yeah, I, yeah. I I guess. I, it doesn't. It doesn't seem to be a one-way street. But oh, all right, no, Rick. No. All right, no, thanks okay, for your thank call. You. Appreciate Bye. it. Uh, quick, before we take a break, uh, let's go to John in Bellingham's. Got uh, something else on his mind? Football. Hey, John. Oh, hey, Joe. How's it going? Doing well. Doing well. Yeah, I, I got to say, this weekend I'm rooting more for Denver to lose than the Seahawks to win. But oh, yeah. I, I'm rooting for, <laughs> for them to win too. But <laughs> I just, I just wanted to say something real quick about. Um, the perfect spiral that he's that that Geno Smith he's a quality 
A-list quarterback. We got a we got a jewel there that we didn't know we had. You know, he does throw an incredible spiral, and 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 you know, he throws these laser passes. Yes, and I had no idea. I and I wasn't a Geno believer. You know, after the 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 three what was it three games he filled in last year for um, for Russell when he had the broken finger, and I just felt like it, it seemed like he was always dancing around. He'd either he'd just hold on to the ball too long, and then he'd either throw an interception or take a sack. And it just seemed like this wasn't really the guy, but, I mean, he's really stepped it up this year. And, and uh, I, I'm one of the – like I said, I wasn't thinking he was going to be the guy, but he's, he's proved uh, so many of us wrong. Yeah, you know that last game they won where we came from behind and the final touchdown that put us ahead late in the fourth quarter was that uh, D.K. Metcalf in the center of the end zone mm-hmm. with Jalen Ramsey all over him. Yeah. Gino threw that. That's right. That's throwing it right directly into the teeth of the defense with the you know Pro Bowl cornerback. And D.K., of course, he's so strong. But you got to throw that one with pace, and it's got to be perfect. And he did, man. That was the most beautiful touchdown of the season in my mind because you're just that you're just letting them know, like, well, it doesn't matter what you do, we'll just throw it to DK. <laughs> yeah. Well, I believe I didn't. I hear um, Mark Skolt today report that uh, Gino is going to the Pro Bowl. I think. Yes, he is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jason Myers, uh, Gino Smith, and. Uh, Quandre Diggs and Tyreek Wollen. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Hey, by the way, I wanted to mention something about, just give a shout-out. You know, you're talking about uh, Rick Rick in uh, uh, Ferndale was talking about the flood and how the, you know, the um, NGAs came in, you know, the churches came in uh-huh. and helped out and all that, which is great. But I just want to give a shout-out to Mark Sh- uh, Skolton and his family because they drove their, tractors, drove their tractors over and got those people out of Sumas when the water was, Really, really high. That's an amazing story that came out of that whole. Uh, yeah, we, uh, how they rescued those people that were trapped in their houses in Sumas in the flood. Yeah, they produced a pretty amazing, uh, just well, a, a jaw-dropping video of the efforts that they did. And uh, I think, and we posted it on our website. You might still be able to find it. Should be able to find it there. Oh, or okay. I, and I I'm sure it's Golden Equipment uh, on their website. Yeah. All right. Thanks, John. Okay, bye. Good to hear from you. And we'll take a quick break. Be back with more. We want to hear from you. 360-676-5464. This holiday season, DeWard and Bodie is donating the gift of sleep during the Buy One, Give One mattress event happening now. When you purchase a qualifying mattress, DeWard and Bodie will gift a mattress to a local nonprofit. Throughout December, mattress donations will benefit Lydia Place and Whatcom County Love, Inc. Give the gift that keeps on giving this Christmas and choose to buy your mattress at DeWard and Bodie. With every qualifying mattress purchase, you'll be helping DeWard and Bodie donate a mattress to people in our community who need it most. Visit the DeWard and Bodie Mattress Showroom in Bellingham to experience the largest and best selection of Tempur-Pedic, Stearns and Foster, and Sealy mattresses in Whatcom and Skagit counties. When you find your perfect mattress, DeWard and Bodie's professional delivery team will bring it to your home, set it up, and recycle your old one for free. Sleep a little sound this year knowing your mattress purchase is doing more than just improving your sleep it's improving the lives of others who need it most give the gift of sleep during DeWard and Bodie's buy one give one mattress event happening now this is Heidi Person general manager of the Cascade Radio Group with a look at some good news in our community that we like to call the upside the Whatcom Dispute Resolution Center, or WDRC, is a local nonprofit dedicated to providing constructive and collaborative approaches to conflict. This past October, the WDRC honored five remarkable individuals, organizations, programs, and projects at the 19th Annual Peace Builder Awards. In facing the challenges of the past year, each of the award winners represent unique, collaborative, and important efforts, like the Education Award, which was presented to Daniel Anderson at Assumption School for his dedication to students and families in Impacted by COVID-19. For a complete list of award winners, visit WhatcomDRC.org. The Upside is brought to you from a grant provided by Bayside Coin and Jewelry. Bayside has great gifts for men and women, ranging from a large diamond selection to high-end watches. Bayside Coin and Jewelry, located in the Iowa Business Park. If you have good news to report, email it to us at theupside at cascaderadiogroup.com. 
Heating emergencies happen. When your house is freezing, you need help and make it quick. Contact Clean Air Heating and Cooling. Their trucks are ready to go with everything needed to repair your Lennox furnace, heat pump, or fireplace. This winter, keep Clean Air Heating and Cooling on speed dial for all your heating emergencies. Call or text 398-9400 for 24-7 repair service. When heating emergencies happen, count on the professionals at Clean Air Heating and Cooling, a Lennox dealer. Online at callcleanair.com. Dedicated to service, shining a light on local individuals and groups giving back to our community. Dedicated to service wants to wish a heartfelt thank you to all our first responders this holiday season. We respect and appreciate all you do for our communities. This message brought to you by Neater House of Luxury, your newest fine jewelry store. Explore their premium GIA certified selection of diamonds, Rolex watches, and luxury jewelry. On Squalicum Harbor, 21 Bellwether Way, Suite 107. Follow the bright light. Taking your calls live on KGMI Connects. 360-676-5464. Well, I don't know what it is with uh, the Pole Road roundabout uh, on the Guide Meridian, but uh, apparently there's uh, another, some sort of vehicle interaction in that spot that uh, has uh, slowed traffic. Looks like it's getting through there. Now I'm looking at the traffic cameras and uh, looks like whatever was there was cleared, but... Kind of slow in that area, so be aware of that. We had uh, yesterday afternoon this time, semi got hung up on the that uh, circle in the middle of that roundabout and uh, was blocking traffic for a while, caused a big backup northbound guide. But uh, looks like things are rolling okay there now. Uh, if you're caught there, it'll be moving pretty quick. But, um, you know, we have a few minutes to take your calls. 360-676-5464. And I read an interesting, and I, I lost it now. I don't have quick access to it, but uh, a study that was done just because we got into a conversation yesterday about news sources that we that we trust, that we believe to be factual. And uh, this study found that, um, and maybe it's not a surprise, that uh, we tend to trust and... Um, and put our faith in in news organizations or those that present themselves as news organizations, maybe I should make that qualification, uh, that present stories in that that um, support our support our positions, especially in, when it, when we're talking about political positions, that uh, stories that support what we want to hear or present, the you know news in a context that uh, that is supportive of our positions, and um, I guess that and and I think that's what has led to a lot of, for instance, conservatives not trusting what's become known as the mainstream media. Although you know, say what you will about quote unquote mainstream media outlets, these are the organizations that, by and large. Hire people that have gone to journalism school, or they should. I went to journalism school. I went to I went to the School of Journalism at uh, the University of Colorado in Boulder, the People's Republic of Boulder, and University of Colorado, not known to be this uh, ultra conservative or in any way, shape, or form conservative uh, institution. But I was taught in class after class. To report the facts as they, as they are presented, not to go into a story with a preconceived notion, but to present the story in, in the light that is that that well in how it comes to light to you as you learn the story as a reporter, and that's the training that I think many news organizations don't employ or that. The people that and they once again that they they call themselves news organizations, but and this is on both sides. I'm not saying it's just right, just simply on the right, but uh, on both sides, organizations that say, "Hey," and and a, a giveaway is if they use terms like your conservative news or your liberal news or your progressive news source, and these types of those types of terms. That's a giveaway that this is going to be. 
presented in that fashion, and it's going to support that side of the political aisle. And um, so I and and just how they use different terms um, in reference to uh, a story, um, but. I guess believe who you'll believe and trust who you'll trust. Uh, but I would say read the, read the mainstream media and listen and watch the mainstream media. Go to the other sources too. See what they're saying. See what they're all saying as you uh, go to formulate your opinions and your ideas and your conclusions about, uh, about what really happened. Because ultimately... Um, you know, Fox News, CNN, if it's a hurricane, if it's a natural disaster, by and large, they're going to be telling you the, the same facts. They're going to be reporting what's happening. It's when we get into politics that everything gets really cloudy and, and kind of messy. So uh, cool. just some thoughts there. And we'll, uh, we will have a show tomorrow, the day before Christmas Eve. I guess Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve. And uh, we hope you'll join us then, and we'll expect your call here on KGMI Connects. Hope you have a great night, and uh, stay warm and dry as freezing rain comes our way. Are you on Medicare or individual health insurance and wondering if you are on the right plan for you and your family? This is Marcia Neal with Vibrant USA. We understand the TV advertising and the mail you have been receiving may create more questions than answers. Although deadlines are coming, you may still have time to make a change. So call Vibrant USA at 866-733-5111. Our agents can review your plan options, answer your questions, and put your mind at ease. Are you looking for a company with integrity that values sharing knowledge and opportunities for career growth? Ico Industries is the place for you. For over 70 years, we've been committed to elevating the art and science of manufacturing high-performance construction products, and we're looking for people like you to join our quest for excellence. Enjoy benefits, great compensation packages, and supportive workplace environments. Join Ico Industries and elevate your career to new heights. In the shop. Every time I turn around, my dang old catalytic converter's missing. You can go through box just to get a breakfast sandwich, and if you shut your car off for a second, that cat's gonna be missing. Steve from Panacea, Kirk from Angler, Brian from Dr. John's, and Dan from Bellingham and Burlington Automotive. Catalytic converters, I can't count the number we've done in the last six months. Join them on In the Shop, 9 to 10 a.m. every Saturday on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Enjoy your retirement at Meadow Greens, a retirement community offering warm, welcoming, independent, and assisted living apartments. Located on a premier golf course in beautiful Linden with panoramic views of green rolling hills and snow-capped mountains, Meadow Greens offers a fitness center, wellness programs, tailored social and recreational activities, and complimentary unlimited golf play with cart at Homestead Golf Club. One- and two-bedroom apartments with full kitchens are available, offering the freedom of eating in or enjoying a more social meal at the Outward Nine Restaurant or the Duck Hook Bistro. Then relax with a glass of wine with friends or cozy up next to the fireplace with a good book in the library lounge. Meadow Greens can also be of help when it's time to transition from an independent apartment to assisted living. Call Meadow Greens today to arrange a private tour at 354-8200 and online at meadowgreenslinden.com. The grass is always greener at Meadow Greens. This is News Talk 96.5 and AM 790, KGMI Bellingham, KISM HD2 Bellingham from the West Mechanical Studio.